Welcome to Reading to Kids podcast. I'm your host, Jenna. And I'm your host, Peyton. And we're here to read to you or with you. We know that sometimes moms and dads don't always have the time or the motivation to read to their kids each night, and we know how important it is. So, on those nights that you're not in the mood, we're going to do it for you. Can't wait to read with you. Good job, Peyton. High five. Judy Moody was in a mood. Two heads are better better than one. Chapter 3. Judy was teaching Mouse to walk on two legs when the phone rang. Remember, Mouse, do you remember who Mouse is? The cat? Yeah, her meow meow. Hello? All she heard was air. Hello? Judy asked the air. Hello, Judy? Are you allowed to come to my party? A voice asked. Frank Pearl's voice. It had been nearly two days since he gave her the invitation. Oh, she's so mean to him. Wrong number, Judy said, hanging up. Why is she so mean? She dangled her new pizza table from a string in front of Mouse's nose. The phone rang again. Hello? Is this the Moody's? Not now, Frank. I'm in the middle of an important experiment. Um, okay, bye. The phone rang again. The experiment's not over yet, Judy yelled into the phone. What experiment? asked Rocky. Oh, never mind, said Judy. Let's go to Vic's, said Rocky. I want to get something for my me collage. Vic's was the mini mart down the hill where they had cool prizes in the jawbreaker machine. Just the experiment is not over yet. <laughs> yeah. And, and okay, they had cool prizers, prizes in the jawbreaker machines like tattoos that wash off and magic tricks. Let me ask, said Judy. Mom, can I go to Vic's with Rocky? Sure, said Mom. Sure, said Judy, tossing Mouse at the table. Oh, tossing Mouse the table. I'm going too, said Stink. No, you're not, Judy told him. You and Rocky can take him along, said Mom, giving her one of those looks. But he doesn't know anything about crossing through China and Japan on the way, Judy said. Only best friends knew that the first speed bump on the way was crossing to China, and the second was Japan. Well, I'm sure you can teach him, Mom said. Teach me, said Stink. Do you know that there's a whole series on Stink? Yeah, we can do that too if you want. Get that hair out of your mouth. Teach me, Stink. Meet me at the manhole, Judy said, back into the phone. The manhole was exactly halfway between Judy's front door and Rocky's. Over the summer, they had measured with a very long ball of string. She ran outdoors and Stink ran out after her. Rocky had a dollar. Judy had a dollar. Stink had six pennies. If we put our money together, we can buy eight jawbreakers, said Rocky. Two heads are better than one, Judy laughed. Get it? She unscrunched the dollar bill from her pocket and pointed to George Washington's head. I've got six heads, said Stink, showing his pennies. That's because you're a monster. Get it? Judy and Rocky cracked up. Stink did not have enough money for even one jawbreaker. You'll break your mouth if you try to eat a jawbreaker, said Stink. I could eat at least two for you. It's for the prizes, Judy told him. Eight quarters gives us eight chances to win a magic trick, said Rocky. I need a new magic trick to paste on my me collage. Hey, wait, said Judy. I just remembered. I need my dollar to buy band-aids. Band-aids are boring, said Stink. Besides, you have ten million. Dad says we have more band-aids in our bathroom than the Red Cross. 
but I want to be a doctor, said Judy, like Elizabeth Blackwell, first woman doctor. She started her own hospital. She knew how to operate and put together a body and put together body parts and everything. Body parts? Yuck, said Stink. You save band-aid tops all summer. You save band-aid box tops all summer, said Rocky. I thought you had enough to send away for that doctor doll. I did. I already ordered it back in July. I'm still waiting for it to come. But, oh, it'll come sometimes. So you used to be able to take things like in the back of a um, cereal box and you would collect like a hundred of them and you mail it to the company and they mail you something. And it's usually really crappy. (laughs) It's funny. Um, I'm still waiting for it to come, but now I need a microscope. You can look at blood or scabs or anything with it. Stink asked, when when do we get to China? We're still in Jefferson Street, Stink. Rocky told him. Let's look at the rocks until we get to China, said Stink. Let's see who can find the best one, said Rocky. All three of them studied the ground as they walked. They found five pink pebbles, a Bazooka Joe Joe comic with a fortune that read, Money is coming your way. Rocky found a blue Lego and a stone with a hole in the middle. Lucky stone. I found a black diamond, said Stink. That's just charcoal, said Judy. That's glass, said Rocky. Wait, said Judy, crossing her eyes at at Rocky. I think it's a moon rock. Don't you, Rocky? Yes, said Rocky. Definitely. How do you know, asked Stink? Because it has craters, Judy said. How did it get there, asked Stink. Fell from the sky, said Judy. Are they lying? Really? No, I think she, it's probably a lava rock, but you know, you know how lava rock has holes in it. Really, said Stink? Really, said Rocky. In my space junk magazine, it tells it tells how a moon rock fell from space and left a hole in Arizona once. No, that's true. Oh. Yeah. And our teacher last year told us how a moon rock hit a dog in Egypt one time. No lie, Judy told her brother. You're lucky. Moon rocks are a billions of years old. Space junk said space junk says moon rocks are dusty on the outside and sparkly on the inside says rocky there's only one way to find out for sure if this is a moon rock then said judy judy scouted around for a large rock and then she clobbered stink's lump smashing the rune mock moon rock into bits because you have to crack it open to see if it's a moon rock because it's like a geode you smashed it said stink look i think i see a sparkle said a rocky Stink, you found a real moon rock, all right, said Judy. It's not a moon rock anymore, cried Stink. Look at this. Look at it this way, Stink said. Stink, Judy said. Now you have something better than a moon rock. What could be better than a moon rock, asked Stink? Stink. Lots and lots of moon dust. Is this this loud? That's all right. Might be a little loud. Judy and Rocky fell down laughing. I'm going home, said Stink. He scraped his hand. He scraped up handfuls of the smashed rock, filling his pockets with dirt. Judy and Rocky laughed the rest of the way to China, ran backwards to Japan, and then hopped one foot while patting their heads until they got to Vicks. They didn't actually get to No, the, they called the, the first pe- speed bump with, was China, and the second one was Japan. Remember? Oh, yeah. At Vicks, they put their George Washington heads together for one small box of Band-Aids and had enough left over for one jawbreaker each. Neither of them won a magic trick from Rocky's me collage. <gasps> For Rocky's me collage. Not even a troll or a miniature comic book or a tattoo. 
Maybe I could put a jawbreaker. Maybe I could put a jawbreaker on my collage, said Rocky. Are you going to stick some band-aids on yours? Hey, good idea, said Judy. I'll still a nickel left, said Rocky. So they bought a gumball and saved it for Stink. Aw, that was nice of them, huh? When they reached Judy's driveway, Stink ran towards them, his pockets jangling with money. Stink had brown lunch bags lined up on the front steps. Guess what, called Stink. I made three dollars since I got home. No way, said Judy. Let's see, said Rocky. Stink emptied his pockets. Rocky counted twelve quarters. What's in the bags, asked Judy. Everybody in the state of Virginia must want it. Yeah, what are you selling anyways, asked Rocky. Moon dust, said Stink. That's actually really freaking smart, huh? <laughs> All right, on to chapter four.